0: Well, hello there. Welcome to this week's edition of Fanuffington Heights. My name's Dave Fanoff, and with me as always is my wife, Andrea Fanuff. Hello. And we'll be your not safe for work guides into the wide, wide world of stupidity.
1: This week's episode is brought to you by Think Big Studios. Think Big Studios is Regina's leading creative service and web design studio. Find out more at thinkbigstudios.ca. As long as you're going to be thinking anyway, think big. All right,
0: and this week, you're joining us on a whirlwind conversation of Could You Give Less of a Shit? Uh, This came about as an idea just plugged around at my current place of business uh, by a man by the name of Joel, who decided one afternoon to ask me if I could give less of a shit about squash. (laughs) It then took us about 10 to 12 minutes to figure out whether or not we were going to talk about the sport or the vegetable.
1: This is actually kind of a a common topic on forums, Uh, the could or couldn't care less. There's a lot of people when they don't really care about something, they say that they could care less when technically that doesn't make a lot of sense. So today's game that we're playing is could you or could you not care less? So I have come up with a list of topics and so has David here. We have not shared them with each other. And we are going to find out if we care or if we could care less, or could couldn't, couldn't care. care less. See, I even got what caught by done? it. All right, so I'm going to let you because ladies first. I'm going to let you begin.
0: If by begin you mean I'm going to give you the first topic, mm-hmm. Oh well, all right then. Uh, first things up. I'm going to ask if you could give less of a shit about the Oculus Rift. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar, the Oculus Rift is a new piece of technology being worked on, primarily in the world of gaming. It's basically a VR headset. It's going to be the next step in being there.
1: I have to say, with the improvements that they have made already since it's been released, because virtual reality is a huge foray to get into it I can only imagine how freaking complicated it is I'm not smart enough to even comprehend it um I could absolutely care less because like I care quite a bit I am a big fan I wish I had one I wish everyone had one and then we could all play games and we could all live in Skyrim oh my god could you imagine living in Skyrim
0: (laughs) (gasps) can you imagine the motion sickness from playing
1: portal Oh, boy. (laughs) Yes, so absolutely, I could care less. What about you?
0: I also could care a lot less. It looks pretty cool. However, I couldn't care less about the price of it probably going to be over the first, like, five years of its lifespan.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, this is brand new technology we're looking at. This isn't just a a plain old video game console where, where you're moving a character around with a controller. This is... Far different. So absolutely, I can see it being very expensive, but hell yeah, I would charge that much too. A
0: huge improvement over the virtual boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it's my turn. I am going to say, could you or could you not care less about shoes? Shoes? Shoes. Shoes? And I'm talking about style. I'm talking the maintaining of style and uh, how shoes look on you.
0: I'm going to say the way you're wording this question leads me in a very particular direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to day-to-day shoes, I couldn't give less of a shit about what's on my feet.
1: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. you. Uh, for the people who do know me, uh, this will come as a complete shock. But my sense of style is somewhat lacking. Mm-hmm. Or,
1: and really self-preservation as well. He will wear his shoes until they cause him... Uh, a substantial amount of physical pain.
0: But they still work.
1: I know. I, I understand that. But if the f- if you're wearing shoes to protect your feet, why are you wearing and look shoes? Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh honey, um, why are you wearing shoes that are just hurting you?
0: Now, the one. Uh, yeah, it's, you have a point. The The one. The one. Uh, of course I guess. I do. Um, the one. What's the word I'm looking for? The anti to the rule. What is it? The exception to the rule. Ah. The exception to the rule in this particular case is that of court shoes. uh, Basketball shoes. Mm -hmm. I was a big sneakerhead when it came to... I I used to look through, like, I used to get Slam Magazine. Mm -hmm. And I would look through the shoe advertisements... All the time,
1: yeah, and, you and know like what?
0: daydream about court shoes.
1: Oh, I can imagine, and it that would be linked to your love of the hoops, hoop skit ball as well.
0: Hoop ball, hoop skit ball, magic on the blacktop, three my point play.
1: Personal opinion, I could not care less about shoes. I literally wear them just to protect my feet. I don't understand, you know, what shoes and handbags women are so weird. I have a purse. That Dave forced me to uh, replace Um, my first. So so we've been together around a decade, give or take. And the first purse that I had when I was with him, I had for seven years. And he said, you know what? You're just going to get a new purse. You just have to. And so I did. And I'm still using that purse. And it looks like garbage. It looks like I chewed on it, and then I ate it, and then I pooped it out, and I barfed it up. Like, it looks horrible, but I don't care. It's still holding my stuff. I don't care what it looks like. I'm not, I'm not marching around in some damn fashion show. So, but 99% of women out there disagree with me, and they spend exorbitant amounts of money, like $400 on a purse? Are you kidding me?
0: One thing I could care a lot less about because I do, in fact, give a bit of a shit, is the mindset, speaking of handbags, how women decide what ends up in their purse on a daily basis. Oh,
1: please. I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> Just say it. Uh, Okay. You you can I'm a busy, woman. You I are am a busy I am woman. A wo- I am a woman. Yeah. I am a mother. I have, I have jobs. So, yeah, no.
0: The previous handbag that Andrew was making reference to. Was a purse of fairly large size. Yeah. Um, and as such, you could At hold a lot At that point, of stuff. I needed
1: to carry diapers around.
0: Yeah, man. So they went in my purse. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Screw a diaper bag. Along with, say, your
0: gum, keys, mm-hmm. uh, you know, other breath mints, and a vacuum attachment.
1: Yeah. And I'll never live it down. Ever. I will never live down the fact that I had a vacuum attachment in my purse. Strictly because it's that's really just one of the weird things that he's found in and, there.
0: <laughs> and and the, the strange part is, is it sounds like you're not the only woman to keep such things in your purse. Women find stuff like that in their purses all the time, according to the ladies at work.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, you have this sack that you carry around with you all the time. And unless you're, like, stupendously anal... Or have so much time on your hands that you can clean it out all the time. It gets kind of scary. Um, because sometimes holes rip in the bag and it creates little secret compartments. And those fill up with crumbles of breath mints and dirt and chunks of lipstick. Oh my goodness. There is... My, my purse is probably the filthiest thing in this house. And we've got two litter boxes. And a child. So, just saying.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. No, that's it. Uh, Jumping back from that tangent. My next topic for you. Mm -hmm. Could you give more or less of a shit about sugar-free sweeteners?
1: I hate... Okay. I could not care less about sugar-free sweeteners for my personal (laughs) self. Now, when it comes to people that have uh, problems with sugar... I, I definitely care. I'm so glad that they exist so people with diabetes or all sorts of other fun stuff can actually enjoy sweet things because fun. sweet things are great. Fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to put a positive spin on things. I Dave. see, yes. For myself, I am a hound dog when it comes to sweeteners. If there's sucralose, aspartame, anything like that, I, I pick it out in a second, and it tastes like poison. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Poison? Poison! What about you? Uh, sugar-free
0: sweeteners. I, uh, for the longest time... Now, I don't have a particularly strong palate. And I would have been hard-pressed to pick out, like, the difference between, like, diet and regular soft drinks and that sort of the thing. It's no longer the case. And I do prefer regular sweeteners and such. Um, but I don't think... I give nearly as big a shit about it as you do. Mm-hmm. Even though you said that you couldn't care less in the sense where you really didn't like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's... that. But that's, you could uh,
0: care a whole bunch about whether it's in your drink or not. Oh, yeah, I
1: definitely... <laughs> I care a whole bunch. A friend of ours, once we were drinking... I don't know, a, a root beer? I don't know. He was trying to convince me that it wasn't diet. Of course, one of the tiniest little sip, you can tell, oh, it tastes like poison. So, yeah, no, it's not... <laughs> poison? It's, it's, it's definitely diet, He tried to lie to me for quite some time. I didn't fall for it. Just saying. (laughs) Wow. I know. Okay, you know what? This is a little bit too light and fluffy for me. I'm going to make it a little bit more serious. Uh Uh-oh. And (laughs) the reason I'm bringing this up is that Dave and I have already discussed this. And this is the turning point. If any of you are faithful listeners, this next subject... Will have you decide whether or not you like me?
0: Is it Hemp Princess sixty seven?
1: Not hemp. This is this is something that I am probably going to make a lot of people angry. I understand that, um, but just remember, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one, so it's okay. David, could you could you or could you not care less about mother with child parking? Mother with child parking.
0: We're talking about the pink squares outside of the Walmart. Yeah,
1: Walmart's particularly famous for them.
0: Yes, Uh, they are like handicap stalls. Light.
1: Oh Uh, no, they are in the basically the same position as handicap stalls.
0: Yes, I feel like they may or may not be taking up handicap uh, real estate, Mm -hmm. and uh, they are. Certainly, you know, now, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. (laughs) You
1: wouldn't do that.
0: But I would. But you, you know who you are.
1: I'm looking right at
0: you. If if you're there and it's like, man, I just got to run in real fast, you're far more likely to park into the mother with child spot than you are with the handicap spot.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. This is something like, clearly, I, I could care less because I care a lot. But mother with child parking actually makes me kind of mad. Specifically because, one, it's not good for you to encourage your children to take the lazy way out. What's wrong with your children walking a little bit further? Or, if they can't, motherhood does not mean that you're disabled. Neither does pregnancy. Thousands, millions of women have done it previous and they're just fine. You can park a little bit further back. There are people... It takes a while to get approved for a handicap placard. And my mom didn't have one. She's got MS. She didn't have one for a long time. People break their legs. Why would you get a handicap placard with a broken leg? There are far better reasons for someone to park closer to the building than simply being a mother.
0: What if you're a mother... Of like seven. What if you pull up in your like then Chevrolet? Then that is shoe? your
1: choice, and you need to learn how to manage your decisions. That does not make you handicap. Absolutely not.
0: Well, yeah. Let's okay. save
1: those spaces for people who I don't know. You've got a limp or something. Someone's broken their leg, or it's a really really tired old lady, and she d- doesn't have a handicap. Like it's just it's such a it's to me it's such a dumb reason to set space aside and i honestly think it's just because we're all afraid of pregnant ladies well because they're hormonal yeah or (laughs)
0: or save those spots for the people who are in just a really big hurry man i'm just gonna be like three minutes
1: well you know what (laughs) you know what that's actually a great idea you can park here if you're in a super big hurry park here but have a swipe for your debit card or credit card and you pay three bucks you know what For I mean? For the super
0: fast, super fast exactly. park lane. Exactly. Oh.
1: Absolutely. I totally support that. Oh. And if not.
0: Just it, use the fire lane like everyone else.
1: <laughs> Exactly. That's what I do. No, it's not. No. <laughs> There's no damn fire here. There's no fire here. So yes, I'm, I'm, I am I apologize to anyone that I could could have offended with that. But I just I feel very strongly about, you know What? One, how we treat pregnant women. I think it's so demeaning and demoralizing when we treat them like Fabergé eggs. Just because you're pregnant does not make make you weak. Mm. It doesn't mean that you're a crumbly piece of sugar. It means you're absolutely carrying a child and it's a lot more work, but... I don't know. I've got my own personal opinions on the that. Fact, I find it demoralizing to pregnant women. In fact, pregnant ladies,
0: or at least in recent memory anyway, come off as far tougher than other human oh beings. Oh my goodness.
1: Our, our sister-in-law just had a baby. I swear to God, that woman was so positive the whole time. There was no complaints afterwards. No complaints. She is, she is officially the toughest person I know. I, I have so much respect. So much respect. All right. Classy little nephew. So cute. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I'm not going to talk about it, though. No. Good Lord. All right. <laughs> so,
0: keep, in keeping with the serious things that people feel really strongly about.
1: Mm-hmm. Do tell. House Hufflepuff. Oh. I could not care less. Could Hufflep- not care
0: less about Hufflepuff.
1: I don't care about Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff did not leave enough of a interest mark on me i couldn't tell you anything about their traits nothing not a thing not a thing
0: hufflepuff are the
1: hard hufflepuff makes me think of like a a chubby old middle-aged lady
0: i feel like house hufflepuff had to do all the paperwork for the destruction caused by houses slytherin and gryffindor that's
1: so boring of course i don't remember them they're the, the accountants of the harry potter world Not that accounting is bad. It's very important for us to keep track of our finances.
0: (laughs) Those poor bastards. I'll bet you they are mentioned less than six times over the course of the entire Harry Potter movie series.
1: Because why would you want to mention something that's boring?
0: They're not boring, though. Their house colors are like pink and gray, which is pretty badass, if you ask me. Now, here's something along those lines. Something I could give a shit about is those random bullshit points. Dumbledore gets to give out at the end of every season. Listen, 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 listen.
1: If you're Dumbledore, you're a fucking wizard. You can give points to him. You know what? He could go into the forest and give all the trees points. I don't care. You're Dumbledore. Don't question him.
0: But let's say, for example, you are Andrea Ravenclaw. Mm Mm-hmm. Top... Striker on the Quidditch team of Seeker. Pl- no, no, no.
1: I wouldn't play Quidditch.
0: Oh, that's... I'm sorry to hear that you're super lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're the girl watching the dudes playing Quidditch. No. All right.
1: I'm in mean the library.
0: Okay. So I wouldn't be interested Oh, are thing. you keeping books? Maybe?
1: I'm, perhaps? I'm trying to find Alan Rickman to tell him how <laughs> cool he is. Studying and keeping books.
0: <laughs> over in Hufflepuff. Okay. You're on Team Ravenclaw at the end of the first movie. You just play second out of the four teams in the cup. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, Dumbledore's like, Here's for House Gryffindor. Harry Potter bonus points. And then they leapfrog, not only to knock you out of top two contention, but to win the whole damn thing. After all season of you licking Slytherin's boots, coming so close, and then you get dropped down to Hufflepuff levels of mediocrity.
1: Well, if you were Dumbledore, I'd be a... I'd be okay with it. If I were Dumbledore,
0: there would be a standardized scoring system for the wizard. Well, you're
1: not, are you? I, are you not. a wizard? Clearly I don't not. think so. <laughs> clearly not. I have to he can do anything on. and he can do no wrong. And you know what? Alan Rickman, he can do no wrong. Oh, he's such a sweet guy. Did you know that he married his high school sweetheart? He lost his virginity to the woman he married. They've been together for like 800 years. 800 years. They're, oh, I just Snape's love that man. Napes older than I thought he was. <laughs> he was still looking good. All right, so it's my turn. Yes. David, f- enough. could you or could you not care less about gluten? Oh, I went there. Gluten? Mm-hmm. Gluten.
0: I couldn't care less. I agree. I don't know shit about gluten. I hear it's poison. It's killing us all slowly. One step at a time. Here's the thing. I also hear that gluten is not a big deal. But most of all, I watched that episode of South Park where he distills gluten (laughs) out of that pizza. (laughs) And he comes out, he's got this like this little vial of gluten. He's like, Look, it's pure gluten and it's not a big deal. (laughs) And somebody in the crowd's like, Why don't you eat it then if it's not a big deal? And so he does. And then terrible things happen to him. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, please do. It's very funny.
1: Here's the thing. Less than 1% of the population has a gluten sensitivity. And that gluten sensitivity is called celiac disease. Celiac? Celiac disease. And it can be very uncomfortable and very painful. There have been multiple studies released saying there is no, this is black and white. There is no, mm, that's like I can have one piece of pizza, but I can't have too many because then I start to get like gassy. That's not a thing.
0: I get real gassy after two pizzas too.
1: Okay, well, that's that's great. You get gassy. But <laughs> I wish celiac disease upon every single person who says I'm just kind of sensitive to it. I honestly feel better when I don't eat it. It's a placebo. It is a marketing gimmick, and it's that I don't know. It's just like it's so stupid to me. You like
0: don't, you don't think people could feel better by not eating pizza?
1: Not eating pizza for sure, but gluten. You're gonna blame it on gluten. Oh, yes. I, like that's like cause and causation. You know, like just that doesn't make any sense to me. No, 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 no. That's my opinion. <laughs> now here's a question: Does gluten have a taste? As far as I know, gluten is the power that binds things. Like it's what it's like the gumminess part of the It's
0: the mucus that binds us.
1: Gluten is mucus. Gluten is bread mucus. Wheat mucus. That sounds awful. Grain mucus. Yeah, grain snot. Gluten is grain snot. Okay,
0: I've just decided I have a allergy <laughs> I
1: have a gluten sensitivity. To grain <laughs> snot. <laughs> I get kind of nauseous I'm when not, I have a little bit of I the When I think crackers. about grains
0: having snot, <laughs> it makes me less hungry. I don't like that.
1: All right. This is the last one we're going to go into before we go into the question of the week.
0: We're putting the last one on me, hey?
1: Yep. Okay. Better be good.
0: So, the final one. Let's go down my list here. Let's do... Japanese game shows. Oh! <gasps>
1: Oh, I could care less. I love Japanese game shows. They are like relentless. They are there are no boundaries. Have you have you seen some of them like the I've w- seen some. Have you s- I haven't traveled the world of like answer through questions and get scorpions
0: dumped on top of
1: you. Oh no, there, there's like there's some bad ones. There's there's full nudity. There are some very, very highly sexual games. There are extremely dangerous games. I am all for them. They are hilarious. I don't know. Could you imagine them, th- them doing that stuff in the States? Like no. Everyone's grandma would be suing everyone's grandma. It would be ridiculous.
0: <laughs> That's a lot of grandmas with no money. Absolutely. And a select few with a whole bunch.
1: <laughs> what about you?
0: I have what some people might call a chemical dependency or problem with regards to MXC What's that Most extreme elimination challenge
1: Oh yeah the guys in the samurai costumes Oh
0: my god
1: Oh Oh, can we watch best that tonight? Part,
0: absolutely. The okay. best part about this show is that it's not even really the show. The one we watch is a dubbed over joke of a show. <laughs> Whereas like the, the original show is, is I think it's called Takeshi's Castle. So it's
1: basically Power Rangers. It's, it's
0: essentially like <laughs> 85% of every Power Rangers episode. And the stuff coming out of these people's mouths. Next up, we've got uh, Yan Yan Baba Ganoush. And he's a Yeti hunter from Saskatchewan.
1: He'll be <laughs> riding the pole in this next event. That was the most Saskatchewan-sounding name ever.
0: <laughs> Jan, well, Jan Jan, oh wait, Bob I, don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's all that Saskatchewan. Was. <laughs> Borscht and pierogies. Yeah,
0: Gila douche and uh, yeah, Vic Romano, the uh, Captain Tennille. Yes, it's a good time, that show. And as such, like, I don't know if they still do it, but growing up, I was super jacked to sit down. Like every New Year's, they ran a marathon,
1: oh, really? all New Year's
0: Day of MXC, and that, my friend, is a hell of a day.
1: Well, I think I think on most of these questions we have, we have a really a, a nice agreement going on with most of them. This was a this is surprising. I was actually really surprised that you were so. Um, not pro mom about this parking stall spaces.
0: I'm, uh, I'm I'm more pro mom than I am like uh, really heavy Sorry, dude. Sorry, you feel
1: a little, feeling a little gassy. A little, I just <laughs> finished my second pizza,
0: but I'm more pro mom about having a parking spot than I'm uh, a pro like really fat dude having a parking spot. So.
1: Eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, you guys, it's time to move on to the question of this week's episode. If you are looking to be a part of next week's episode, make sure you find us on Twitter at, at Fenuffington or on Facebook. You can go to Fenuffington Heights. We are also on the WeberNet at FenuffingtonHeights.WordPress.com. So uh, you can submit questions there whenever you want to, and we might feature you on next week's episode.
0: Let's be straight. We'll we'll definitely feature you. Yeah,
1: definitely. 100%. All of you at the all at the same time. One hundred percent, you'll get it. Oh, and just so you guys know, we are now on iTunes and Stitcher. So download them all.
0: Woo! Woo! <laughs> all right. Woo-hoo! And today's question.
1: Today's question comes from Janice, and the Janice question is: pizza pops or pizza pockets?
0: Pizza pops or pizza pockets. Pika. Butta. Pika puka pika paka. And this one's real. This this one I'm torn a little bit on. 14 slash 13-year-old Dave would be really ready to argue with full-grown adult Dave. Okay. Uh, and as an adolescent, still figuring out my way in the world, I loved the doughy nature of the pizza pocket. Ew. Oh man, did I ever. It was awesome. Today, there is no comparison pizza pops 100% of the time
1: yeah see here's the thing the reason I I've never really eaten too many pizza pockets uh, when I did I didn't have remarkable experiences I had a lot of them well the experiences that I've had with pizza pops I have a method on how I eat them I eat every single pizza pop always exactly the same I split it open at the seam which a pizza pocket doesn't have it doesn't have that seam I split it open, I open it wide, I eat all of the meat pieces first, then I scoop up the sauce and cheese, and I eat that, and then I make sure it's really, really cleaned up, and then I fold it back, and then I eat that portion. I eat the uh, the quote-unquote crust.
0: I also have a very particular way of eating pizza pops. I put it in the microwave, and I set it for a period of time that's just long enough to basically cook most of the way through. But you still got that cold middle. And then <laughs> well, it's not too hot to be able to handle or eat quickly. Now, every single time I do the exact same thing. I take the first two bites and love life. And then I cram the next one in. And it's like all cold. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, it's got to be on long there longer. The
1: only other option is molten lava spilling all over your face. That's why opening it up, you can microwave for as long as you want. Opening it up releases all of the lava magma and then you can eat that delicious filling. But
0: then you got to dirty a fork and a plate.
1: F- who cares? Whereas. Luxury. I live in the first world, honey. I'm self <laughs> self sustaining
0: in the bag it comes in. <laughs> Pizza Pops.
1: Well, Janice, that is the answer
0: Pizza Pops. Pizza Pops.
1: All right. So I think that does it for this week's episode.
0: Mm. Yes, I believe it does. Uh, thank you very much for coming along for the ride. We had a wonderful evening and we hope you'll join us again soon. Maybe even, oh, say a week's time.
1: Yeah, every Thursday.
0: That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. So, thanks a ton, you guys. Really appreciate you tuning in, listening on, and uh, not uh, really hating on us too bad. But uh, thank you very much. And uh, thank you for helping me go through the whole process.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: No, oh, it's, it's my pleasure. <laughs> I love you.
1: I love you too. All right. Okay, bye. Have a good one, guys.